Hello, podcast listeners. Um, I think it's been quite a long time since I've done one of these special bespoke podcast introductions. And the reason why I'm doing one today is to kind of cut out all the all the in-house churchy stuff at the beginning of the the last few episodes that we've been putting out, and and just so on the podcast it goes on the podcast is really the essence of what we're we're saying so listen so glad you could join us today hannah is here but she's just been very silent whatsapping on her phone um uh, but today we <laughs> talk we talk about um are we seeing as god sees and this is particularly pertinent to us as a church family as we make our journey uh and we um i don't like to use the word transition but um i'm going to use the word transition um, because I, I think there are certain things now that we're starting to see in a new way. And we just talk about the example that Jesus was and how he lived his life and um, and and we tie that in with who we are today. And so listen, if you find yourself in that place of transition in any area of life, um, hopefully some of these things will help. So um, have a listen, enjoy. Um, get in touch if you've got any questions um, share the pod around the world and yeah see ya alright then as we get ready to get into this Hannah's just finished her most recent game of Candy Crushed <laughs> if she gets bored with what the preacher is saying she'll just kind of make, it look, like, make it look like she's taking good notes <laughs> but she'll be getting a personal best <laughs> So this is going to be interesting today because we've just been talking and there's there's different, I'll let you into a little secret. When we're about to do this, before we press record, we look at one another and say, right, what are you going to say? And then we just kind of have a little conversation together. And it's amazing how um, throughout the week, different things happen and what God's been showing both of us really, um, it, it just kind of overlaps. And so today is very much that similar case in point because I want to share some things just very briefly to do with us as a church family and to just um, share with you some of the thoughts I've been having this week which I believe are just God thoughts and then Hannah's gonna talk a little bit about what's been going on for her and I suppose it all ties in with <clears throat> that scripture in Jeremiah which I know I've talked about a lot in days gone by and you know when when God said to Jeremiah hey hey Jerry what do you see and then he responds and he says, I see this and I see that. And then he eventually God says to Jeremiah, well done, you've seen well. And yeah. I know Hannah's going to talk yeah. uh, a bit about that in a moment. But for us as a church family, we're, we're on this journey. And I suppose that question is valid. How do we see? Yeah. And we've been talking about this whole thing about what is church and what is the mandate of church and what should church look like? And, and we've really rooted in a couple of scriptures, one of which is the Great Commission. You know, the, one of the last things that Jesus said to us before he ascended um, was this. Listen, hey, guys, go into the world, mm. go into all the world and make disciples. So mm. we've been talking about this whole area of, of discipling mm. and how can we disciple unless we're being discipled? And what yeah. is discipleship? And, and, and because anybody's last words in life are significant. And so we've been looking at that. And so... Here's here's been my thought of this week, and as as I'm looking down, uh, I'm I'm looking at my notes. I'm not there. I'm I'm not <laughs> looking at Hannah's Candy Crush attempts or anything like that. Um, but what I was um, struck with this week is is this thought: most of what Jesus did, you know, the one who told us to go, mm. most of what Jesus did 
most of what he said, which was of significance, that's recorded in scripture, pretty much all of it, actually, bar one or two exceptions, everything that he did, everything that he said, happened out there. Out there in life, in towns, in cities, uh, in in communities, in houses, on hillsides, on hillsides in boats, on, in lakes. Boat, on oh, water, river. Uh, in in the river. Oh, yeah, not at fourth. Well, no, actually, <laughs> I believe he was an early riser, um, which is bad news for me because I'm not that not that good in the morning. Also, not really that I've great. Tried. Not that great in the evening either. <laughs> And if I'm, you hit your sweet spot about what, like ten thirty in the morning. And if I'm being honest, kind of like the middle of the day is a little bit more as well. So anyway, but most of what Jesus did um, was out there, mm. and yet if we're being honest and we look at most of what we do um, as church is in church, you know, ministry is in church, meetings happen in church, or in our experience. Um, yeah, or in, in, in our experience, um, breakthroughs happen when you attend Come to a church. <laughs> and, and, and all of that is at odds with what Jesus showed us. And I think, mm. you know, this, this past year or so has been awful in so many ways. But in, in all, all of these times, I, I, I do thank God that they're, one of the things that we've been able to find is maybe some breathing space to properly reflect and I think God has been showing us together um, some different things. And and listen, if we were just to go through, and this is where I've scribbled loads of things down, even if you were just to read the Gospels and and the and the things that Jesus did and, and where he did them, it, it's quite enlightening. Mm. Because listen, virtually all of his significant teach, his greatest teachings, happened out there. In fact, I can only think of one that happened in a meeting place of significance. And there may be others that I've I've missed, but what you know, that time when he was in the synagogue and he was teaching from Isaiah and he rolled up the scroll and he said, today mm. this is fulfilled, fulfilled in, in yeah. your hearing. That's the only time pretty much when Jesus taught and he was in the fellowship. Mm. Um, the rest of the time, he was te- he was like we, he was on the mountainsides, the beatitudes, and 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 he was he was um, just walking and with his disciples and in a house and uh, and and you know just walking from place to place and th- that's where and that's that's where he did all his teaching and that's mm. where it was is recorded. It all happened out there as he was in the process of going and making disciples and discipling those around. It happened in life, mm. and then you look at all his healings. I can't, I can't find anywhere in scripture where Jesus had a healing and miracle meeting. Um, it, these things just happened. Mm. People followed him as he was going. And, uh, and, and then you look, you, you look at all the, the, the lepers and, and, and the two blind men and the, uh, and the centurion servant and, and Peter's mother-in-law. Look at that. Je- Jesus blood. even had enough grace for somebody else's mother-in-law um, <laughs> in a house. And the woman with the issue of mm. blood, and 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 the demon possessed man as he was walking, and uh, and the Jairus's daughter, and 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 the mute man, and and those with unclean. All of these things just happened as Jesus was out there, just being him. And either people came to him, or he went to the people that he was around, and he was interacting. In nowhere was there a healing and miracle convention. Mm. He was healing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just went and bead 
excuse yes. my grammar. Yeah. Um, you look at the miracles that he did, and 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 he calmed the storm, and he he walked on water, and he he fed the five thousand and the four thousand, and and mm-hmm. and the and 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 the transfiguration, and you know the 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 environment of the miraculous was not in an anointed place; it was in an anointed being, as he was out there, and 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 who he was spiritually just flowed and, mm. it, and it's the same for you and I you know that we're made in his image mm. and by his spirit he dwells in us and 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 the whole point of all this is 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 our mindset um historically mm. as 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 being mm, um his mission Sorry, what was it mm, <laughs> his mm, I could get into my role <laughs> anyway uh no um his mission his mission um the one who told us to go and make disciples mm. didn't tell us to go and run discipleship programs or or to um you know 10 steps to being a great disciple um no the one who told us to go make disciples showed us how to do that by just going out and living his life mm. and just being and getting alongside mm. and encouraging and and walking with and all these teachings and miracles that start to flow through all of that. And so much so that he even sent the 12. Mm. He Remember, he sent them out. And I was flicking through that this morning just before we recorded. And and um, he says, listen, when you go out there, take the good news. And he didn't talk about setting up bases and ministry HQs. What he talked about was, um, and, and if you go into a house and they receive you, great. And if you don't go into a house and, and mm. whatever. But notice it was all about going and being, mm. being around, mm. being with. And and for you and I, that may sound like it is massive and big. Mm. And well, how do we do that? Listen, we can all start <clears throat> with where we are. I think sometimes mm. the reason why we're reluctant and the reason why we feel safer and more secure with some of the things that you've mentioned in mm. terms of um, big strategies and programs and and courses and completion of courses and all that kind of stuff is that we feel like um, we don't have enough to share. Yeah. And I suppose that's one of the things I'm really um, enjoying and coming not coming to terms with that makes it sound negative, but um, just embracing more and more is that the message that we carry is is the love of God. Mm. And it doesn't matter. And actually that comes from your own experience of his love for you as an individual, which is going to be different from my experience and your experience. Mm. Um, and as we, and that's, that's, the, that's the gift um, that, we, that we have to, to share that's mm. the gift of no condemnation and it's packaged in who you are and who I am um because when we're true to us when we when we talk from our own experience when we share our own testimonies and that's mm. one of the things I really want to do together in in my small group mm. you know I want to find out about about your journeys um and 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 for us to get used to the sound of our own voices and things like that because we have this this gift to share Mm. and um it doesn't require a degree to do it and that's the beautiful thing about working Mm. in partnership with the holy spirit that you hear him and that's evident and i'll talk about 
some of that in a minute. Um, it's so evident from the from the ladies um, chatting together, you know, this week on a couple of occasions. And last week I've asked them, you know, what is God saying to you? And hmm. I don't have to wait long before my phone is pinging with all kinds of things because we collectively are hearing, hearing his voice. Um, and it's so encouraging. And so... Hmm. That's in every in every encounter that we have in every and in fact somebody texted me recently and said you know I really feel that God's um, going to move through me in terms of healing people where mm. where do I start and I suppose the starting point is just alongside the prompting of the Holy Spirit you know when you and it might be somebody you know and it might be somebody you don't but um, being obedient, I guess, to, to that voice yeah. that you hear is going to start um, un, unwrapping that gift for you. And I suppose that, you know, you could look at what, what we're saying this morning and and you could say things like, well, society's moved on and and, um, and the world is different now. And and yes, it is. And, and you know, maybe some of the things that actually Jesus did, um, health and safety wouldn't allow it today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the general point stands about you and I being who we are and who God has called us to be um, wherever we are. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, gee, I was thinking this, that Jesus could quite easily um, have set up a ministry. You know, there were places of large gatherings back then. There were large synagogues. People, people were used to... They were in to, the habit of coming together. Yeah, they were used to gathering together. You yeah. could have rented out amphitheatres because the thousands were there. They followed mm. him to a, you know, they followed him to a, a mountainside. They could have easily followed him to a convention centre. But mm. Jesus didn't do any of that. Um, and and it's almost as if he was... He knew his father sent him. And... Because he knew he was sent, I believe that's one of the reasons why he didn't want to stay in a fixed place. Now, am I saying um, that there's, uh, please hear me, I am not saying that there's there's no place for the gathering. There is, it's important. Jesus had a custom. Um, but what I'm the point that I'm making this morning is this, all that Jesus did was not just synagogue. Mm. In fact, actually, when you look at the whole picture, that was just a part of, of who he was mm. contrast that with you and i and our christian experience today maybe um the majority of it is the synagogue you know the church um how we minister is in the church how god speaks through us is in the church and yet we wonder why nobody's being reached and it's that old preaching analogy isn't it of um the you compare a river um, or the oceans, how they all intertwine into one another and flow. Uh, you know, a river has a start and a finish and it flows somewhere uh, in and out. And you can um, you compare that with the Black Sea, that the, 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 the water flows in, but it's got nowhere to go. And as a result of that, the sea, the Black Sea, the sea has died because it's got it's got nowhere to go. And every time I think about that, that I think that is a sobering reflection maybe of, about what the church has become. People come, 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 but because there's nowhere to go, it, it's just become stagnant. And we look at the life of Jesus and all those examples that with everything about him was he's received from the Father. Now let me go reach mankind. Mm. Let me reach that village. Let me reach that town. Let me reach that person who's being overlooked. Let me let me talk with that woman at the well who's maybe being condemned. Let me let me heal that person. And and that is where 
that is what we've been called to be. It's um, because the whole yeah. the whole mandate is relational, isn't it? Mm. The be all and end all is people. Mm. And I feel a bit weepy. <laughs> That's what getting up at four thirty in the morning swimming does for you, everybody. Well, I just remember mm. um, that I think it says in Luke that Jesus was moved with compassion. With compassion. And he healed them all. Um, essentially, he was moved with compassion, mm. and his own his own compassion for people comes out of his own relationship with with his his father. You know, God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit enjoy a great relationship, <laughs> and we've been we've been called into that relationship, and so the whole point of our being is relational. Mm. Um, it's 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 the it's the manifestation of that that heart of God, which has adopted us into his heavenly family, to be able to share that message with other people. And if you want me to jump in, I will do, in terms of what we were chatting about as ladies during the week. Yeah, shall I get you a, no, uh, a it's tissue? Fine. Uh, it's fine. Um, so something really struck me during the week. Um, this was after one of these, you know, what's God talking to you about messages from, from me. Um, on WhatsApp. On WhatsApp. What did we all do before WhatsApp? <laughs> Really? Um, it was a challenge that I felt at the beginning of the week from God. Um, or maybe a whisper, I don't know. Because um, he's never rough with me. Um, just to say, do you see what I see? Um, do I have his perspective on things? And I was in a particular location at the time. And there were various things that I could draw from where I was at the time. But essentially that was it. Do you see as I see? So my prayer is really with the help of the Holy Spirit to have God's perspective and God's heart um, for for the world in which I live, particularly. Um, so I, I, I popped this out to our, to our ladies group and um, God followed that with something for me that the next day, which it kind of adds to, uh, which is his way. He sort of talks to me in, in bits and pieces. And somebody came back and said, um, I really feel like God's talking to me about um, the way that I see people mm. and the way that he sees them and, and they don't always marry. Um, and so this, this lady was saying, you know, I, I um, there, there've been times when I've been um, prejudiced or, or judgmental or I've, I've condemned somebody and without even realizing it. And so I'm just having a look at my own life and just, th you know, just thinking through where some of those, um, preconceptions come from and I just want to see how God sees and all that kind of stuff and the fact the the nub of it is God is in love with mankind mm. um, Jesus went like Mark's been saying Jesus traveled and taught and um, lived. lived and did and miracles bead. he bead for the sole purpose of reflecting how precious mankind in his generation was to the father and, and what he was here to the message that he carried in himself of reconciliation and that's that's again our message isn't it it's about um reconciling the world to himself through jesus we are reconciled mankind is reconciled and we carry the gospel of peace the good news of the gospel of peace and that was the gospel which which Jesus lived and lived and breathed. You know, peace, um, peace was a it was a mental thing for some mm. people. He dealt with with um, 
men and women who who were possessed and he he cast out every imagination um, mm. that, that stood against the name of the father and the son and and people were people found peace in in that aspect of their lives and he dealt with um the peace of your now against mm. the 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 backdrop of your history you know he met the the woman at the well and said you know you've had a million husbands and the one you're with now isn't your husband and and she there, there was a peace for her in oh you know somebody understands me and doesn't condemn me and i'm going to mm. go and live differently it was the same with the woman caught in the act of adultery yeah. he didn't condemn her um he he gave peace in terms of people's bodies you know he he didn't withhold healing from people physically mm. because he wants peace. That's God's heart for us, isn't it? Peace in our that, every aspect of our being. And going back to that, what? Sorry, I don't mean to interject. But, you do, God. Um, well, I do because I am. But uh, <laughs> that th- what always moves me about that adulterous woman was he says, you know, where are your accusers? And you mm. know the story. They, they all go one by one from the oldest to the youngest. And he says, where are, where are your accusers? And and um, she says they've all gone. But actually, they hadn't all gone. Um, there was still one there, Jesus. Hmm. Um, and what's striking about that is that the one who could justifiably accuse yeah. based on the law, he could have accused and stoned her and killed her. He could have, based on that religious tradition, the one who could chose not to. Yeah. Why? Because he didn't come to condemn. Mm. He came to save. He came to save. Yeah. He came to love. He came yeah. to restore. Yeah contrast that with yeah. a lot of what we see and never mind what we see contrast that with a lot of how we've been mm. and you just think yeah are we seeing yeah as he sees so yeah mm. so i guess i guess the message that what we're trying to um encourage us all in is you are enough yeah to follow in your father's footsteps to be the message of of peace to bring the good news of the gospel of peace to your communities to our communities you know in, in everyday life to all the world um from your own experience from your own insight and revelation from the things that god has spoken to you and just just through your own manner of life yeah exactly sometimes that's that's the thing that speaks the most yes those people who watch you and i how we how we handle life, how we handle challenge, yeah. how we are in it. And oftentimes it's not through what we say, but they'll come and approach us and just say, look, I've just been watching you, how you handled that. I know mm. you're going through that in your family and I've been really impressed with that because I'm going through something similar. And and, and, and then suddenly relationship starts to mm. flourish and, and now you've got an open door to Christian Love Open Doors, but you've got, another, <laughs> you've, got a, you've got an open door now just to, Poor life, just to speak life, just yeah. to show life. So don't be intimidated by what am I going to say and how am I going to articulate it down into the. Just be. Yeah. God it's has not called an argument, us. Is it's it? not an argument. God has called us to be. And if people want to argue, tell them you're not fighting. Mm. <laughs> and and they might fight some more, but but that will speak as well. Uh, mm. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. No. It's yeah. The end. That's good. Quite possibly one of the most <laughs> abrupt endings uh, that we've ever made. But listen, hope Apart that helps. Apart from to have confidence in what you're hearing. Yeah. That's the end. Yeah, God does speak and he mm. speaks to you. Yes. So don't dismiss yeah. what you're hearing. That's right. Wonderful. Mm. Should we pray? Yeah, let's pray. Mm.
Father, I want to thank you that this week we mm. hear clearly that yeah. your Holy Spirit is revealing mm. your word to us as we pick up your word <laughs> and mm. read. Lord, as we create time just to be at peace in your presence mm. or to worship or whatever it is, Father, thank you that you are you're not quiet mm. and that sometimes it's just up to us to um, shut out the noise to find that place of mm. intimacy with you. And Lord, we so we are so hungry to hear from you, Lord. We're so hungry to be um, the expression of, mm. of who you are um, from that place of confidence that we've yeah. heard from you. So Father, thank you for speaking to us this week. Thank you for sharing yourself with us. Thank mm. you for getting to know us and vice versa. Yeah. Lord, bring us peace, just like you were moved with compassion and you brought peace to mankind. Mm that's our prayer for every family connected with us and anybody else tuning in hmm. lord that they would know your physical emotional mental um career future hmm. peace in, in in just all its breadth and depth this week um as a reminder hmm. that you are for them and you love them absolutely in jesus name yeah amen, amen. what are we doing so we hope that was <laughs> helpful. <coughs> just as Hannah was praying there, um, just um, I was reminded of the psalmist when Hannah was praying about, you know, um, Lord, be, be with us this week and in everything that we do and, and whoever we interact with. And I was just reminded of the psalmist who wrote, it was David actually, wasn't it? Um, Where can I flee from your presence? Mm. And then he talks about, I've got to the heights you're there, to the depths you're there, mm. you know, through the good times and the bad times you are there. And... That's what I'm reminded of this week. Wherever mm. you go, whatever your week is looking like, um, be aware of the fact that that presence, he mm. is with you. Mm. How can that be? Well, yes, he's already out there, but wonderfully he's in here. That's right. So that's that's how you can't run away. That's how mm. you can't disappear from him. Yes. Why? Because wherever we go, we carry him. Yeah. So you're a God carrier this week. Yeah, that's it. Uh, to coin a phrase from a book um that's just a wonderful thing so hope that was helpful have a blessed and great week remember mm. next week we're going to meet together online zoom and we'll send all the details later out in the week and all those things that we announced at the beginning of the recording still remain and our yes and amen at the end of the recording and until then we're saying we love you have a great week mm. and we will see you soon mm.